Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21 to 16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. The Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. I'm Alex Strofe. We'll be joined alongside the former Badgers, Derek Angler and Tarek Sala, probably within the next five or ten seconds as they rush over here from uh, the meeting of the minds, solving all the world's problems uh, at, at a booth up the way. So they join me now, fellas. Good to hey, see you. Hey, how are we doing? Happy Tuesday. I'm like stepping on Derek's cord. Hey, you know, we, we, Badgers. We've circled together. Yeah, I noticed. We were, we, I noticed. We we're with one old school, very first class, Greg Thomas, great guy. And uh, we were just catching up. And, we, I mean, we, we got to rally the troops. That's what the alumni are doing right now. We're all in group text messages, and we're all reaching out to one another. This is uh, therapy. It's so therapy. Here's the it's thing, therapy, Derek. Derek, I need you to take a seat because I'm worried you're going to fly through the nearest window <laughs> once I bring it up. All right. Um, but – uh, I don't know why we're wasting any time. Let's get right into it. 24 to 10 in Northwestern at home. That was absolutely embarrassing, disgusting, and, and downright unacceptable from the Badgers on Saturday. Really, it was 24 to 3. They scored a last ditch, last minute touchdown that really shouldn't count towards the score. They lost 24 to 3 to Northwestern, allowing all 24 points in the first half. Derek Engler, I give you the floor. What the hell happened? Uh, well, I mean, we know what happened. Um, we had a. Uh, University of Wisconsin Badger football team that decided to just not even come out and play, which is really disheartening. Um, because I know that uh, Tarek and I both know individuals on that team, and we know what they're they're made of and they're, what their character is. Um, you know, my question is is uh, there, there's so many questions, but there's a lot. You know, I, you know from coaching staff down to players. You know, uh, who, who's already thrown the towel in? You know, who, who, who bought in to the fickle program from day one? You know, who opted out when times got hard? As I heard Chris Hoare talk about, you get punched in the mouth, there was no response. You know, um, you know how tough is this team? Not very tough. We're not very tough. We're, we're just not. You know, which is crazy to, to think about. You know, a few weeks ago, Ohio State, you know, I mean, number Same one score. team in the country. You felt really good about it. Number one team in the country, and, and we battled. We battled. We battled. That's the thing is you battled. Defense battled. Secondary, you got the best receiver in the country who should be playing on Sundays today, yesterday, two days ago. You know, I mean, I, I, defensive yeah. backfield, I don't even know where. You might as well not even been out there. Yeah, I mean the receivers and the defensive backfield were glaring, right? But we didn't, we didn't, we didn't stop the run. We didn't block well. We didn't do it. How do many first well? downs in a row did they have? Ten? It something like yeah. On third down, they went ten for ten. Yeah, ten to ten for ten to start the game on third down. <sighs> That's just, if you don't show up. 
I, I, I just don't understand because what we saw against Purdue, what we saw the second half of Illinois, second half of Washington State against Ohio State, those teams would have beat Indiana. They would have beat Northwestern. And they, they're just not there. And, you know, we got a lot of – we compete a lot of times in a lot of different things. Luke Fickle, right, Coach Fickle, tries to put competitive – everything they do is competitive. Yeah. And for them not to show up is just unacceptable. So I said something it's a dereliction earlier. of duty. But I said something earlier today, and I just kind of blurted it out um, because I, don't, I think it's only part of the problem, obviously. Uh, we, we had our NFL alumni board meeting, and, and uh, another former Badger – uh, was with us, uh, Bill Nagy, offensive lineman, yeah. and very close to the program. And I just kind of blurted it out, and I said, we, we just don't got the players. And and, and I, I caught myself, but I, I was focused on defense, right? Because in my mind, we don't. You know, we've been really, really fortunate, even since the Dave Aranda, that you think about all the linebackers we put in the NFL since, right? <laughs> right? Um and, and even in the back end, we've had some players. Okay, um, we've had we've had some some pass rushers. You know, I mean, last year we had we had we had Keanu and we had Herbig. Okay, we don't have any of those types of guys right now. Not in the front seven. Not in the, who in the back end? Uh, I don't know. Ricardo NFL good. No, I would bring up Wohler. Um, well, Hunter, Hunter, yeah. Hunter is definitely Hunter is a warrior, right? That other we, corner is pretty good. We, yeah, and and they were trending upwards until what's happened the last couple of weeks. We I were mean, good enough. We're good enough to beat Indiana. I, we're good enough to beat Northwest. Yeah, you have more talent. I mean, you def, you definitely have more talent, which is the issue. And, and I, I I don't know I, how I, much I don't I, I don't know if it's a lazy argument because I'm I, I've heard this a lot this week and I'm curious. But what defensively, you guys think. we don't have more talent than wait, wait, last year. Wait, we have, we no, have no, no, enough no, more talent than Indiana or Northwestern is what I mean. I don't know. I don't, I don't care know about, about that. that. I, don't I don't know about, about that. that. But I, what I do know is you that you guys we, perfectly in sync saying I don't know about. Yeah, that. I, I, defensively, I'm, I'm not yeah, sure. It doesn't matter. You just we have enough talent to beat the other team. This is it. We have enough talent. I agree if with we Tart. show up and play like we did against Illinois in the second half. Ohio State. Ohio State. So that was my point. I kind of caught myself and, and and to emphasize what Tarek's saying is he's right. You coach these guys up. You coach them up in whatever way you you think best motivates them and gets the best out of them. Um, obviously, that's not working. That's not working. Whatever's happening in that coaching staff is not happening. Right now, so I'm glad you it's say not that. translating to the players because, and I, I, I don't want to hear the cop out because I, I said it earlier. Because yeah, we've been used to. I'm talking about the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we've had guys. I mean, we we see the linebackers playing on Sunday. We know who they are. You know, we don't have them anymore. Okay, but you got to coach these guys up. And to Tarek's point, for an Indiana Northwestern, yeah, we can match up if you coach them up. We're not. We've had less talent on this defense over and the last won. 20, 30 years, which all, you know, and we have this bowl-winning streak, and we've we've squeaked out. So the message, win, winning, the message is not seasons. being received. Whatever it is, it's not being received amongst the players. Are, are the players tough enough? I don't know. I don't know. They're not, they're not Fickles guys. I mean, the transfer portal guys, blah, blah, blah. But you have to breed toughness mm-hmm. and, and your philosophy 
into a program, and that's going to take some time. And I know who Luke Fickle is, and I know what kind of uh, uh, mental toughness he wants to have in his program, and I'm sure all of his staff, I think. I'm not yeah, sure. But I, I, I think there could be a propensity on everyone's side to say, hey, look, these are not my guys or they're not putting in the effort that I expect. So we clean the slate, move forward. But no one, I don't, I, you can't afford that. We have two games left that, are, that Tark, we could win. Let me ask you this. What do you think on a percentage, like out of uh, 100 guys, let's call it, what percentage do you think actually bought in to the Fickle program from the get-go? I don't know. I'd like to say at least 50%. I don't think that's great, but at least 50 I. I, I was going to go higher than that. I was, yeah. I was going to say about 70%. And I think right now, though, unfortunately, because, you know, when you lose, everything gets everything gets exposed. And guys run for the hills. And so right now, Tarek, I think you might be closer. I think it might be, you know, 40% of the team's not buying in. Um but you know, because, the, the, because, is that, because but is that a fickle problem? Or, or? No, because they're soft as church music. That's why. That's why. No, you grind. You 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 better. I mean, hey, soft as church. They music. are. <laughs> they are. I don't know that I've heard that phrase before. Well, well so true. It's but, the truth. I, I think you're right everybody, about that. Everybody right gets there. evaluated all the time, and I, it, what what the problem is, is that. A lot of these guys, if they're trying to get to the NFL, which there isn't a lot, there's probably a handful that have an opportunity, what they do on the field is going to resonate really with a lot of GMs. Sure. And and them shutting it down, anybody shutting it down, I don't want anything to do with on my franchise. I, You, you know, these guys are playing to go to Europe. I know, I know Hunter point. Wohler. They should be calling Joe Thomas, which Joe won't take them in Germany. But you, I know Hunter Wohler is a warrior. I know Tanner Mordecai is a warrior. Those guys, I, I know, you know, I, the offensive line, and I know in Bort in particular, center, playing out of position, you know, came back, he was banged up, came back right away. That's a warrior, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what I don't understand is what kind of technique is being taught in this new offense? where we'd no longer put our hand in the ground as an offensive lineman. By the way, uh, we're right there with Ohio State and Notre Dame as the most offensive lineman ever to be put into the National Football League. Guess what they do in the NFL? They put their hand down. I want to know, is this going to deter future recruits that are looking at potentially going on in the NFL, which it was very easy for us to recruit. If we're in an up stance the whole time and we got three yard splits between us, and I, 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 I don't know, how do you double team anyway in that? I, I don't know. So I, I, I have a difficult time grasping my, my head around all of this yeah. with the offensive line play. Rightfully so, and that seems to have been a, a common penalties, theme throughout this penalties, year. Penalties, penalties. Yeah. Jack is, Jack. I mean, he was expected to leave potential late first round. He he better stay. Better, yeah. I mean, he, he leads the uh, the Big Ten in offensive line penalties. That's good. That's a good stat to have to your name. Yeah. yeah. So he better stay. Man, uh, I I hear the frustration. I see the frustration on the former Badgers, Derek Engler, 
and Tarek Saleh here on the Great Dane Huddle. I'm Alex Drove. Hey, GRB Academy is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB's 52,000-square-foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000-square-foot weight room with personal lessons available year-round. With over 300 college players and over 150 Division I players, GRB has led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. Two games remaining for the Badgers. I get the former Badgers' thoughts on what the heck is to come over the course of the next two weeks as the Badgers host Nebraska on Saturday and head to Minnesota in two weeks. They've got to win at least one of those to become bowl eligible for the 22nd year in a row. Will it happen? We talk about it next. It's the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Fitchburg. Reaction to the football weekend continues. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Fitchburg. I'm Alex Strofe alongside two Badgers legends, two Badgers greats, two former Badgers, Derek Engler and Tarek Sala. First, before we dive into the question I have for these two guys about the uh, the upcoming two final games for the Badgers at home against Nebraska and at Minnesota, got to tell you about my friends at Door County Distillery, locally produced, handcrafted, and award winning spirits made locally in beautiful Door County. Whatever you need, they've got it, and they will elevate whatever gathering you've got coming up with their amazing spirits, whether it's the rum, the gin, the vodka, the award-winning whiskeys, or any of the in-betweens, Door County Distillery has it covered. Visit their website, doorcountydistillery.com, to find the retailer nearest you and a list of unique cocktail recipes. All right, fellas, two games left for the Badgers. Home against Nebraska on Saturday at Minnesota. The Badgers 5-5. Five and five. They need one more win to become bowl eligible for the third longest streak in the country. It would be 22 years in a row. Do they win a sixth game this year? Uh, I would say after Northwestern, I'm not feeling too darn good about that. But, Tarek, I'll start with you. How are you feeling about these final two games well, and the Badgers' bowl chances? Life's full of choices. You either choose to come up, show up, or you choose not to. So they have... They have the ability to win these last two games. They have the ability to win the last two games against Northwestern and Indiana, but they chose not to show up. So I, I don't know. They're going to they're gonna look at themselves in the mirror. Coaching staff's going to address the team. Neither are they going to just kind of go back to fundamentals, go back to kind of where they were at least in some of these games, and they, they very well could win at least one. They could win all of them. And, you know, you have the axe to win. You know, Nebraska would play for something else there, but – you know, you're playing for pride, respect, and opportunity to build for next year. And that, you know, and also, you know, if you get to go to a bowl game, you have all those practices, you get ability to recruit. There's a lot to play for. I just, I don't know what, what shiny objects need to be put out there in order to get them to, to get excited to play. Derek, well, uh, Tark, I'm going to ask you this question. What, what do you, if you were to like, I mean, if you were to say, what is run defense about in one word well first of all it's about effort effort and being fundamentally sound okay a couple words but that's okay we are i mean when's the last time i mean out of 14 big 10 teams we are 13th in the league against the run really nebraska is number two in defense against the run wow we can't run the ball 
and we can't stop the run. That is not Wisconsin football. So we better figure that out quickly with the Huskers coming to town. We, we have not lost to them since entering the league. Wow. Uh, right. I don't know if we've ever lost to them, actually. Well, I, I don't know. Since entering the Big Ten, yeah. I know that we, we must lost lead them. the league in losing contain on defense. I'm, I'm just we close. I'm we actually. Lose, I'm, you know what contain is? Yes. Okay. That is like it is the law on defense. Sure. You do not lose contain. And if you're playing with defense that's a little bit more loose with it, you make up for it with your effort and heart, and you, you kind of make up with each other. So, like, if if a defensive end gets up a, up the field and causes chaos and the ball gets outside, it's okay because you make the running back kind of bow. And then it allows your team to come, the linebackers to scrape, get upfield and make the tackle, even though you let them outside. Or you just never let them outside. Like, that's what we did. We just never let We forced the ball back inside. If you lost contain, it was, it was probably once or twice a year. As Coach Alvarez told us a few weeks ago, uh, if, if See, when he was D coordinator at Notre Dame on their way to the championship, if he would have lost contain on defense, he would came in and he, he goes, I, I might have, Holtz might have fired me. Yeah, you, you go home. It's the integrity of the defense, right? Everything has to be inside and in front. And we don't do that. We, we oftentimes stick our nose inside. The ball goes outside. It's real simple. And we do it all the time. We do it, do it in the front, and then we do it in the back end. The back end, like, unfortunately, there's nobody behind them, I'm, right? I'm, I'm so just, they, they oftentimes stick yeah, their nose inside, I mean, and then nobody else is there. I mean, and that's, it's not like we have uh, T.J. Watt right now no, or Micah Parsons. I'm still blown away by that stat. Did you say 13th out of 14 in the Big Ten? Yeah. That's nuts. Against the run. And, and offensively, they obviously can't run the ball, but you can maybe chalk that up at least a little bit to losing your top two backs, which nobody ever plans for in Chesma Lucy. That's and the front Allen. seven right there. And that's why I said, uh, you know, from a personnel standpoint, but I don't care. We've had, I, and I, I thought about that, and I think we've been spoiled with the players that we've had that are, are playing on Sundays right now defensively. Uh, but we've also had, to Tarek's point, Years where we don't have NFL guys, but they've been coached up. I mean, they've been fundamentally, fundamentally sound. I mean, the effort's been there. And when you miss, when you, when you miss, like basic, fundamentally sound technique, defensive plays, it, it and effort's not there. It will drive anybody crazy, and and we all, everybody witnessed it. I don't care if it was your first game, if. You, you, you really casually watch football, if, if you're sitting up there, you're like, what? We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> like, we got defensive backs, you know, turn around, turnstiles everywhere. I mean, it, it, bad. I mean, gaping holes. Yeah. There's like two things. Don't ever let me, me question your effort and don't lose contain. That would be what Coach Alvarez would say. That's what the whole staff says. I mean, it's like, Let's not do that. And then it, it, but both ahead. of those things happen on Saturday. Is yeah. Your point? yeah. So you worry about too often. I mean, that should happen like once. Because Tark and I, not, you know, we, we've been be on serious. we've been on Badger teams uh, where you know there could be a lot of uh, in the locker room, not only and in 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 the coaches' locker room as well. Uh, you start pointing fingers. You start the blame game. Well, that can't happen, and I'm sure Coach Fickle has 
taking that by the reins. Got to nip that in the bud immediately, right? Literally, because you know what? You're all to blame. Yeah. Every single one of you. Offensive line coach, defensive coordinator, throw them all under the bus. After that performance, every single one of you. Like if I'm Coach Fickle, I'm throw. I am taking a flamethrower into that Ooh. coach's room, and I'm blowing them all up. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. The whole lot of you. <laughs> Are you finished? Hey, are you finished? I'm not finished yet. <laughs> it's a great day out alive. The great day from Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. of Alex Strope alongside Badgers legends Derek Angler and Tarek Sala. Two things I want to point out real quick just to do some business. Number one, uh, Badgers basketball currently playing at Providence down 20 points early second half. 47-27 only. Uh, points for Greg Gard's offense in this basketball game and the Gavit tip-off games. Uh, the second Ouch. thing I want to point out is uh, that uh, somebody just walked past in a tie and pointed at Tarek and said, Tarek! There you go. So you got recognized, but you got called the wrong name. That's all right. It's close enough. <laughs> I, I had school teachers Tarek's that, that botched Tariq. my name. Tariq, yeah, true. Elementary school teachers would botch my name every year. So, But you know what? I don't take offense to it. <laughs> I welcome it. I mean, as long as, you know, it's within the realm of possibility, and I'm getting acknowledged. Tark, what, what, what happened to you, uh, the infamous coach what happened to me as John Palermo? What happened to me as the a child? The infamous coach John Palermo. <laughs> Many things that we don't want to talk about anymore. In the uh, 1994 Rose Bowl, you as a true freshman yep. get thrown in there, yep. and you lost contain. What happened? Oh, my God. I got, well, I lost contain. So on the third time, it was. It might have been a mistake. It might have been two lost contains. It was unbelievable that 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 even happened. On the on the third time, I made an error, and he goes, he pulled me out, and he was livid. And he goes, you know, the first time, you effed me. The second time, you effed your teammates. He goes, the third time, look around you, eighty thousand people. You effed everyone. Eighty thousand Badger fans. Badger fans. You effed everyone in there. Now get that out of here. So then I was like. <laughs> Do I leave? Do I leave the sideline? <laughs> do I go? What do I do? And I'm like, I go over to standby. The rest, there's a couple other dopes like me that messed up. And it's like the penalty box. And then he, he, you know, about a series later, he goes, come here. He's like, get back in there. Don't F it up. And then I run back in, and I did what I was supposed to do. made a tackle and kind of. But, this, you know, mind you, I was a freshman. Yeah, true okay? freshman. And it was. The only time that I had a situation like that, but it was a learning experience for me. But it was, but it was very straightforward. I mean, I oftentimes when I talk to high school kids and parents, you know, I was in practice one time and I, I hit the fullback really hard and missed the the a gap which I was supposed to tackle. You know, responsible for the a gap. And Coach Palermo says, "Hey, meet me upstairs afterwards. I want to talk to you." And he's like, "This was after he ripped me a new one," and he's like, "I need to see you up there." I'm like, "Oh God!" So I go up there. And he goes, you see that picture? And I see a picture of his family. And he goes, you realize that you and your teammates doing what they're supposed to do, lining up in the right position, is, is, is how I make a living. My life's predicated on you, you doing this. And I, I don't ever want to question your effort, but don't confuse effort with results. You need to figure out where you're supposed to line up and make the play. Because my family... Is 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 Holy is relying smokes. on you, so I now when I say this to high school kids and parents, I said now you have two choices, right? You either call your lawyer, 
okay? <laughs> and you tell them, you tell them this is undue stress, and this is a whole, <laughs> this is too much, and, and blah blah blah. And you know, you probably did that stroke. You probably just call your lawyers when people, oh yeah, people, people yeah, criticize yeah. you. Feedback, feedback's yeah, really yeah, hard these days. So, or, or you could go verbal abuse. You could go get in the weight room, get in the film room. Tape your ankles, you know, and go and reinvest yourself in the program. And that's what I did. Uh, I, hold on. I've got like 47 things to respond to that yeah. story with. Yeah. Number one, Derek Angler, that was 29 years ago. Terrific memory. Um, number two, is that the best ass chewing you ever got in your life? Yeah, well, yeah. He's, he led, but he, he made me better. Number three, when can we get John Palermo on the show? Oh, he'll he's, do it right I, now. I, yeah. I, would, I would like to hear that story from his oh, mouth. He'll do it. And number four, 29 years ago, 1994, is when the great Dane. Pub and Brewing Company opened on this day That's in right, 1994. Wow. Today, the 29th anniversary of the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. I'm going to get emotional. $2.90 beers at all four that. area locations all night long. $2.90 beers of the signature beers, which we are all having. Uh, which are like normally, I think, seven, eight bucks. Six or seven, yeah, yeah. 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 Two ninety uh, until close tonight. So get out to your local Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company tonight. Two dollar ninety cent beers to celebrate the 29th anniversary of the downtown location. Don't forget Opening the food. back in the great the year of 1994 when Tarek Sala got his ass chewed out by the legendary coach John Palermo. Well, this is all feedback. It's all part of the process and part of the evolution. But you know what? It's it's I, I, unbridled feedback. I mean, like. There is no, this is what it is, man. And if you're not willing to handle it, you know, if the truth kills a man, you let him die. That's another one, son. <laughs> I, I, I just I want mean, you to preach to me all night. I'm no, enjoying but this. This is just what you need. If you can't take feedback, then you should just quit. But that's I've, the way this world's going. I must say I've never called a lawyer like you accused me of earlier. And now I'm going to because that's called libel, son. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. You make choices in life. You either choose to buy in and go make, make things happen. And, you know, if I'm, the NFL, I'm in the NFL, I'm watching our players. I'm watching all these guys. Do I want them on my team? Because well, it doesn't get. If I'm McIntosh, I'm hiring a full-time shrink to do a psyche bell on every recruit coming in here, make sure that they want to play the game of football, and they understand the commitment and dedication, and have the mental toughness to overcome adversity, and not look at the transfer portal when you know uh, things aren't I going gonna, right. I thought you were going to hire someone to like lock guys in the sauna and run them off the, the team. <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's we don't get, we don't want to publicize that. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, we're just making suggestions. We're not like, you know, we're not doing the hiring. We're just trying to give <laughs> just suggestions. That's give all we're making. Unsolicited advice. Oh hey, my God! You, you and I should have that job. Yeah, just <laughs> throw them in the throw them in the sun. Throw them in the shed. Just like <laughs> Derek, no offense. That's the worst idea you've ever had. I would love that. I'm going to put the cold water over the temperature and be like, this, this is great. This thing's getting really hot. Then all of a sudden, the, the handcuff comes to the, like, the, we got a little thing in the steam room. Oh, my where God. Where you just get locked there, and we walk out. You guys are idiots. Uh, hey, I'll go in there with them. <laughs> Derek Angler, Targ, We Sala. take their syllabus. Alex we, like, Strope take all their books. You. you ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great day out alive for the great day pump brick company. I guess you got to leave. No Alex G tonight. <laughs> he is somewhere in Argentina for the next two weeks. Oh, good So God. Hunter Vaughn filling in, us, in for us. We typically play Gmail coming up next. But uh, coming up next, we play uh, a little bit different variation of that. We play V-Mail. Coming up next, it's a great day in Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. The Great Dane Huddle continues next on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.
Auto Worlds Online for the great team, Pub and Brewing Company in Fitchburg. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Patrick Greats, Derek Angler, and Tarek Sala. You ever pine for the old days? Excuse me? So, so 10 years before. Wait, wait. When, what year were you born? Guess. 94. 95. 98. 98. Okay. So, 10 years before you were born, Badger, I think basketball and Badger football was, was horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Badger hockey was awesome. Well, here so, we are again. So, here we are. We're back, man. And everything goes. Goes around, We're back around. as the men's yeah. basketball team trailing by 20 at Providence with about nine minutes to play, 55-35, the score in the gap at tip-off games. Uh, well, I called you guys Badgers greats, but you're still great because you stay in great shape, and you do that by mm. seeing your friend Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, his wife Ashley, and the team at Carbon World Health. Amen. Derek and I both did the crowd chamber this week. Yeah. And it's like a, a blessing. It is the Savior taking out all the inflammation, creating blood flow, and reducing our calories, it is an awesome experience. So I, I have some um, some injuries that I do some PT with, and I do some uh, BFR training, which is blood flow restriction training. And they put cuffs on your legs or your arms or your shoulder, whatever. And right after that's done, I head right down to Carbon World Health and get in that cryo. And, Ooh, I, and I, the I, red light therapy. And Oh, yeah. I didn't have time. The other day, yesterday, uh, so I just did the cryo. Tomorrow, I'm going to go do the red light to get the mitochondria fired up. Get it fired Powerhouse up. the cell. But Powerhouse you know, the cell. If it's hormone treatment or other treatments that help with your health, they will give you a path and guidance in order to, to have a healthy lifestyle. You, you guys do such a great and, job of, of selling how great carbon is, and yeah. you're probably underselling and, 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 it most and times. You, you've, you've worked out and trained there in their I've gym, trained, too, yeah, correct? Dude, it's freaking unbelievable. The performance center is Unbelievable! They have a lot, they have former military guys working in there, and they they've got custom workouts that that if you couple it with the spa side, I mean you're really going to maximize your health. So Tarek, so a, a a former broken down offensive lineman that's got multiple injuries, they they can they yeah, can well, cater I, it to they catered it for me, deal. and they catered it for people that are senior citizens. Just like not Derek. too far away. Yeah, yeah like pretty Derek. much. Yeah, we have, we have dog years, though, so we're like hey, super I can do I can, This citizen. year I can do catch-up on my IRA, I think, because I'm 50. Yeah. I'm turning 50 but this year. But you have people in their 60s. 24. Listen, 60s, 70s, I don't know if I've seen anybody in their 80s, but 60s and 70s, I see a lot of elder people in there that are making strides, and they cater to them. They walk faster. <laughs> than Tarek, yeah. CarbonWorldHealth.com <laughs> is the website, CarbonWorldHealth.com. Com. Time now for America's favorite game with America's favorite fill-in producer. It's time to play V-Mail with Hunter Vaughn. You've got mail. All right, gentlemen. While Alex G. is down in South America wandering the mountains and whatever else he He's on a literal week-long backpacking trip. Yeah. I don't know if he told us this. Yeah, but he looks like someone that should oh, be Oh, yeah, doing absolutely. That. Oh, a absolutely. million percent. Yeah. Go ahead, Hunter. The so. hacky well, sack. Alex decided to forward all of his emails to me, so that way then we could still play this game while he is gone. The first email he got from Tina in Minneapolis, she sent us a recipe for Thanksgiving tacos. She said you take a tortilla shell, you cut it with some gravy, press that down into some stuffing, then you bake those in the oven, and then you fill it with some turkey, a little bit more gravy, some mashed potatoes. And if you want to top it off with a little bit of cranberry sauce, that can be your salsa. 
and she wants to know if you guys will be doing this for Thanksgiving. Well, no, obviously. I won't, but I would normal glad, person. I would eat that. I would, would love you? to eat that. I, I, no cranberry. I don't need cranberry in it, but everything it else, just sounds I, I difficult. love it. It just sounds difficult. So I lost the baking part with the tortilla. First of all, it's got to be a corn tortilla. You can't do that Fair with statement. a flour tortilla. Well, it would be a flour, I guess, no. in this case. I don't think you can do that with a corn tortilla. You can't dip yeah. it in gravy and... Yeah, you can. It'll stay. It'll stay. Corn's stronger than flour. Yeah, yeah. So, so first, I would, I would, I would revamp the, the, the uh, recipe here. Okay. And I would do the corn tortillas Chef first. Chef yeah, 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 on yeah, the panel. Yeah. They, and then, once the corn tortillas Just are eat done, a sandwich like a normal person. I don't know. No, no. Do you, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know a good corn tortilla. Yes, I'm not talking no, no, no. about. But I'm not, 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 the, not the crispy no, no, Taco no, no, Bell. No, no, no. Corn of course tortilla. not, Derek. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm more cultured than that. All right. Thank you very much. All right. But we're talking about. Those I'm, I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking overall. He just explained to us how to use your Thanksgiving leftovers in a yeah. taco. You do the corn tortilla. It's idiotic. And the, yeah, but uh, Friday, Friday, I'd do it. I'd do it on Friday for sure. I don't know. I mean, with the corn. And, I, and Tuesdays, for sure, it's Taco Tuesday. Instead of doing the traditional. Yeah, I don't know. Ground I, beef or whatever. I'm going to do I gotta be honest Thanksgiving with the leftovers. corn, the stuffing, the turkey and gravy. I'm in. And my, I, my kids not, love Taco I'm not doing Tuesday. The We're going to have something fun. We're going to do something That's different. Personal and choice. by the way, I'm not doing anything on Thanksgiving, but I'll eat that in a heartbeat. You're not doing anything? I'm not cooking. <laughs> Who's cooking? <laughs> I don't. We're going back east. Mom's fa- cooking. Mom's yeah, my coming. mom's cooking, or we may go to a friend's house and they're cooking. I am there to consume. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Won't argue with that. That sounds like you. All right, Hunter, what's next? Up next, we have an email from Kyle in Fresno. He found out that the country of New Zealand is currently doing a vote for the bird of the century. Yes. And he wants you guys to know what would be your bird of the century. Mm. Oh, bird of the century. I, I, I can't say I'm a, isn't there a term for people that bird watch? And bird the birders. Study? The birders? Yeah, I'm not a birder, Derek. Uh, I, Ornithology. I know, okay. <laughs> I, I know about the robin. I know about the cardinal. I know about the blue jay. And it's probably because all of those are just professional sports team names. Um, the, the eagle. The bald eagle, yeah. Like, what's the bird of the century? Um, you know, I think seagulls get a bad rap. Century. century. Seagulls get a bad rap. Is they it, deserve an award like this. Is it this century or last century? This century? Yeah, but the century's not over. We yet. just got started. Yeah, right. Well, it'd be over the course of the last hundred years. Oh. Oh. Well, why are we crowning this in 2023? I don't know. New Zealand's a weird place. Okay, fair enough. Uh, where, where are all the, the cast-offs and the people that weren't wanted? Was it Australia or New Zealand? Or were they both kind of like... You're looking Where at the wrong guy for the, the answer to that. Australia was the prison island. Aust- yeah, I mean, it, New Zealand I, was the main deal. So, what, what you know, what bird is prevalent in, in Australia, and New Zealand? Um, guess. Puts his head in the sand. Well, pigeon? Well, he's, Ostrich? What? Pigeon? <laughs> pigeon? <laughs> Sounds like they could play for the Badgers. <laughs> bury your head in the sand. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is an ostrich technically? Do ostriches yes. fly? Ostrich is a bird. Yes. <laughs> does it, I know it's a bird, but does it fly? Like, it can. Like, uh, is, is it turkey or chicken? Which one can't fly? Turkey? A turkeys can fly. fly. So fly. chickens can't fly. Chickens can fly. A little bit. Which ones don't fly? Isn't there a bird that doesn't fly? Penguins I, don't fly, and they're still a bird. that doesn't fly. Penguin. <laughs> Tar just flipped me off and said, this is the bird that doesn't fly. <laughs> so, for, uh, 
We're off to a hot start. Yeah, over there. well, I, I'll, I'll I'll take this one on because there's a lot. And my, we're gonna, know, the, we're gonna get a really serious answer. Yeah, the burner. Oh, that, that, that you Jared know that, goes through pheasant branch with goggle. You know, no, that's my wife. Then you're like, look at the, the bird watcher. You no, know, we get the Cornell. You know, uh, every quarter. You know, they're all their deals. But I would say to me because I remember coaching. Oh my god, this is just I, rip off the band aid. No, I, I remember coaching Middleton High School football oh. when my son was there. And these Peregrine Falcons with the, the big uh, lights up there at Middleton High School Stadium. <laughs> those are, those are bats. <laughs> no, they're they're like one of the fastest birds around. Those are and pigeons. So, it's a bat. Yes, they're not bats. Those are pi- those are uh, rats that fly. They were there. <laughs> and you call them what? Ferris a falcon. A falcon. God. Bird of the century. All right, next Derek question. All right, last one. All right, one last one from Eric in Verona, <laughs> a local email. Uh, Eric wants to know if he's a jerk because uh, yes. I guess today he was in his company's bathroom and he was going number two and a coworker walked in, went over to the urinal, dialed his phone and called his wife to talk about their credit card information oh while going to the bathroom. Why he then Eric called out that? his coworker oh. in the office and wants to know if he is a jerk for calling out his coworker in front of everyone in the office. Yes, he's yeah. a jerk for calling him out in front of everybody because if, if it's me and I'm the one taking a, a deuce and I hear quiet. somebody on the speakerphone, I no, I'm chiming in. I'm saying uh, uh, I don't know what his coworker's wife's name is, but we're just gonna say it's Juliet. I'm just I'm just saying, hey Juliet, I'm here too. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, that's a compromise situation he's he's taking a deuce he's, i just don't think he, i'm letting it get he's that thinking far. the whole bathroom up i'd feel bad and then i would be well, feeling bad that, if i was talking about you. my credit card information too there's no problem talking on the phone in the bathroom, in the bathroom. No, that's true? but i'm not talking about my credit card information well, you know, no 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 i mean I, I would put it listen if it was my friend or my wife i'd just go in quick and i'd say hey what's going on and then if i i would hang up i'm not going to have a long gated conversation Huh. I'm peeing real quick and I'm getting out. I don't know what I feel worse for. <laughs> I feel bad for everybody. Involved. Yeah. It's true travesty. I think just doing number two sucks. True travesty. In, in, a, in a bathroom <laughs> with people all around you. <laughs> and then I got to flush the toilet and the fact- spray comes up on your butt and you're like, Wait, what How public bathroom are you using? That no, has- if you're in there, hey, if you're in you. there and you're going to the bathroom in order Michigan to State. drown the sound, what are those you called again? The, the things that spray? A bidet. A bidet. A bidet. You, yeah. you guys have both used them? No, I don't think I've I ever, don't think used I really one. ever used them. I've never used. I've, I've seen them. I passed them. on it. I, I pissed. Oh, I would one, try. But you, I, you pissed in a bidet? Yeah, just because you, you misunderstood. Wanted what it was. to use it. Yeah, maybe that was it. You I probably thought remember. it was a urinal. Yeah. All right, I'm no, giving but, up like, on this usually you do a courtesy flush because you want to like <laughs> distract from noise. That's what I you, actually. All right, all right. I'm breaking the conversation. Spray comes up and then you use that. The great huddle from the great date Brewing Company in Pittsburgh of Alex Strope alongside these two big idiots, Derek Angler and Dark Sala. Oh, I gotta tell you, who again needs about a bidet when you just flush the toilet? <laughs> From Door County Distillery, locally produced, hey, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits, rum, they, they, vodka, oh, gin, award-winning whiskeys—they've got it all. DoorCountyDistillery.com. Than I have ever. <laughs> DoorCountyDistillery.com for the retailer nearest to you and their unique <laughs> cocktail recipes. Where's G-Man? What's V-Man? Let's get rid of V-Man. Bring G-Man back. Oh, Sorry. oh, oh. oh. wow. Oh. <laughs> 
No, I'm going to come down to guy. Pittsburgh. He's a, giant, he's a G-man guy. Oh, Hunter, we got to talk. We talk about commiserate. Oh, He's a Cowboys we'll fan. Oh, he is? Yeah, they just giant, they yeah just America's team. Oh, that's right. You just smoked your G-man. All right, we'll talk Packers on the other side. It's Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. Reaction to the football weekend continues next. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Be oh just a little local, like what's in Acapulco. I'm just riding the wave, baby. Great Dane Huddle rolls on live for the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. I'm Alex Strofe, Badger Legends, Tarek Sala. And Derek Angler with me. Real quick, got to tell you about my friends over at Condon Jewelers. The jeweler on the east side, the jeweler on your side. Diamond Jim and his team at Condon Jewelers always ready to help you, whether you're looking to take that next step, whether you're looking for a holiday gift, whether you're looking to treat yourself, the right place to do it is at Condon Jewelers. On-site repair, selection beyond compare. Visit their website, condonjeweler.com, or visit them on the east side of Madison today at Condon Jewelers, just off East Washington Avenue, right next door to Office Depot. Well, the fellas uh, off wandering, the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company here in the Fitchburg area, I uh, just wanted to get into the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love and all the in-betweens, though we don't have a ton of time to do that. Jordan Love, is it's a mysterious case of Jordan Love. It's been that all season long. It will continue to be that with him as he has some good games, he has some really bad games, he has some great games, he has some doozies, and that will continue to be the case. Despite a two-interception performance against the Pittsburgh Steelers this past Sunday, I thought it was the best game he had played as a Green Bay Packer, despite two interceptions. That tells you how mysterious and how weird it's been. We will see uh, how, how it goes the rest of the way for Jordan Love. Before we let you go here on the Great Dane Huddle, just got to one more time tell you about the GRB Baseball Academy, which is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000-square-foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000-square-foot weight room with personal lessons available year-round. With over 300 college players and over 150 Division I players, GRB has led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. That's grbacademy.com. For the former Badgers, the Badgers legends, Derek Engler and Tarek Salam, Alex Strova, big thanks to Hunter Vaughn for running the show. This has been the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Fitchburg.